The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak. The NFL Draft, fast approaching. I just want to talk a little bit about draft evaluation and kind of how I look at those things. Um, I, I think I do it a little bit differently. Number one, I am not a year-round NFL Draft evaluator. There are a lot of people out there who do that. I am not one of them. Uh, quite frankly, I don't have the time to do that and follow the Bengals all year long. I like to I like to watch college football and have fun watching college football uh, instead of watching uh, prospects and be worried about all that stuff. So that's, that's not how I go about it. Um, now, that makes it a bit of a grind uh, when the year ends, and especially this year when it went a little bit longer and it went a lot a bit longer with the Bengals going to the Super Bowl, it makes it uh, a little bit tough on me uh, to try and get all the info I need. Um, and there's some other things that are, that are a little tough too. So, you know, one thing is that I try, I try to avoid bias. And bias is impossible to avoid, unfortunately. And it's just something about the way our brains are programmed. Uh, we want to be able to take shortcuts. You know, we want to be able to think as, as little as humanly possible. So, so this is something that can cause us a lot of, of problems. So I do my best to avoid it. Um, but it's impossible, all right, because you're going to hear things from other people uh, you know, and, and that, that's one thing I try to avoid. I, I don't want to know what anybody else thinks about a prospect uh, before I look at them first. Um, am I interested in other people's opinions? Absolutely. Um, are people going to see things that I don't see and I'm going to go back and check it out? Yeah. But I don't want to go in there with a bias. You know, I don't want to go in there and say, hey, uh, John Sheeran loves this guy. Uh, you know, he must be really good. You know, it, like I want to be able to go in there with a clear head. So maybe, maybe John's wrong, you know, maybe, uh, I see something that he doesn't see, you know, maybe it's just a matter of, you know, flavor, you know, <laughs> like what, what your preference is. Um, I don't want to go in there and say, you know, expecting something, expecting, Hey, this guy's going to be really good. I heard this guy's going to be really good. Or, Hey, I, I heard this guy's a little stiff or, Hey, I heard this guy drops too many balls. I heard this guy can't tackle. All right. I don't want to go in there with those ideas. Um, I want to come up with my own ideas. Um, and then we come in later, you know, uh, again, keeping the ego out of it. That's another human flaw. Um, I mean, you guys, you, the, we're going to get into a long, uh, 
spiel if I go into that, but uh, definitely not completely a flaw. But it's something that can hold us back sometimes uh, from making good decisions. You know, sometimes we have to swallow our pride and be like, eh, no, you know what? I wasn't the smartest person in the room this time. Um, I'm going to be smart by, by listening to what other people are saying. So that's that, that's how I look at it. I want to I wanna get my own opinions first, um, but I'm not married to them. I'm going to go out and I'm going to listen to people like John. I'm going to listen to people like Dan Brugler. Brugler. Wow, can't talk. Um, I'm going to listen to Joe Goodberry. You know, I'm going to listen to all these people that, that watch film, Sands, um, and and know what they're doing and, and have these you know types of opinions. I'm going to listen to those those guys. And when there are inconsistencies, when we are seeing different things, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch more film. You know, to me, that's that's what the whole process is. is everything filled, feeds the film evaluation. Um, everything gives you what to come back and look at on the film evaluation. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to look and I'm going to remove, you know, try to remove my ego from it. I'm going to try and avoid confirmation bias of, you know, coming into it with a clear head, you know, not trying to prove myself right, not trying to prove that I'm the smartest person out there because I'm not, I know I'm not. Um, And even if I was, I wouldn't be in every single case. (laughs) So, uh, you know, you try and avoid that. But it is tough, you know, like it's difficult to do. So I avoid what other people say. You know, I try to not hear too much about a prospect. Obviously, you're watching college football, you're hearing things. You you know, you're going to hear things about certain people. Uh, But I I try and avoid those things. I try and avoid, you know, looking at stats, looking at their height, their weight, their 40 time. I don't want to know those things until I see them on film. because I want to go in expecting a guy to be fast and be like, oh, he doesn't look that fast. Or I don't want to go in, you know, again, with that confirmation bias of, well, this guy's fast. I've been, I've been told this guy's fast. Um, I, I think those things can tell you other, you know, when it doesn't match up with what's on the film and what's in the testing, I, I think that can be a clue of other things. So, you know, going in and, and you know, my initial notes, I might take a note about how the person's fast. Um, and then, you know, you look at the testing and they're not. You know, the the RAS looks terrible. They're not testing well. So then that brings up the question of why. And again, you go back, you look at the film. You know, I mean, obviously the medicals come in there too. It's not really something I have access to, but you go back and you look at the film. And like, do they just have excellent technique? Do they just make really fast reads? Um, You know, maybe they're not super fast. They just look fast on the field because they do things like that really well. So I try and avoid some of those things. Uh, you know, the other thing is we have a certain bias and, well, it's not really a bias, but basically our brain goes into a different position when we try and put things into words. So, the, you know, the, the side of our brain that, that tries to explain things is different, you know, than the side that, that is actually viewing things. And especially when you've, when you've watched a ton of film over, over a long period of time, you kind of know what you're looking for and, and sometimes talking about it can make it worse. Uh, it can, you'll put words into it that aren't really true. I think comps can work like this too. Sometimes we comp a player and assumptions are made uh, about what that means. Um, I personally, I hate doing comps. I only do them if they naturally come about. If I just think, wow, this guy reminds me of Sidney Jones. Then I write down Sidney Jones. Uh, that happened with Kyler Gordon this year. That's why it's top of mind for me. Um, but, you know, I'm not looking for those things. Because, again, we don't want to get caught up uh, in those. And we don't want it to, in your head, make you think something else about the prospect that may not necessarily be true. So, 
I try to um, I try to avoid that. And, and here's how I do it: the first time I watch film on a player, first game I watch, um, I'll go back and I'll watch it, and I'll actually write up in, in eval and stuff. But the first time I watch it, all I do is write down whatever words come into my mind. Like, and it doesn't make sense. You'd probably laugh if you saw it because it's ridiculous half the time. I mean, it, it, honestly, it's pretty funny sometimes. Um, but I just write down like random things, words, whatever comes to my brain. Uh, cause I'm trying to remove that language aspect. I'm, I, I don't want to write a complete sentence and make it sound good. Um, you know, I don't want to put a number on it like this, you know, I don't want to say this guy has great this or excellent this, or, you know, he's a five in this category because ranking those things, it, it takes you out of that true evaluation mode. Um, we we're, we're really seeing what's going on. So I just write down like basically word salad, like whatever comes out, comes out. Um, and again, those are things that like now, as I look at it, I'll try and explain it and figure out what I meant. Sometimes I need some interpretation. Like I said, sometimes it's, it's pretty funny. Now I mentioned, uh, you know, Sidney Jones, Kyle Gordon comparison. Um, that's another thing we try to avoid. That's, uh, that's a tough comp. And one I don't really like talking about because they both went to Washington, you know? So, uh, when when you're making uh, when you're evaluating film, you don't want to scout the jersey. You don't want to say, "Hey, we've had bad luck with the Bengals with offensive linemen from uh, from Ohio State," uh, and and be really harsh on guys for that reason. You don't want to say, "Hey, LSU is DBU," uh, and and assume that you know defensive backs from LSU are going to be studs. You know, you don't want to do those things. Um, so I try and avoid that. I, I mean, I really should try and avoid that with comps too. I also try and avoid comps where people like look like each other. Um, you know, like don't comp a, if, if you're looking at a, you know, a short white dude that plays slot receiver, right. And the first thing you think of is Wes Welker, like think a little bit harder, you know, like I, that's my opinion with, with, with comps, especially is if, if it's somebody that kind of looks like that person, think Am I getting caught up in the most obvious things here, um, or is this really accurate? All right. So especially a comp like that, I wouldn't make it unless you know it's really, really true. I was trying to think of somebody that looks a little different. You know what I mean? Like, like is there somebody out there who who does look different but has these same traits that might be a better cop that I just wouldn't naturally, quickly think of um, because they look a little bit different. So again, we're trying to uh, avoid biases. When it comes to that stuff. Now, like I said, I'm going to listen to other people, all right? So I want to I want to watch like three games or so on somebody, um, and then I want to go and I want to say whatever other people are thinking. And I want to see if it matches up. And where there are discrepancies, I want to go back and I want to see, all right? Um, w- did I miss something? And I try and frame it in that mindset, like, did I miss something instead of, you know, like I feel like that puts a... That puts it in the frame that like like it's it's preparing me to be wrong and making it okay for me to be wrong. Um, you know you don't want to again you want to avoid ego. You don't want to like you know go about things just trying to prove yourself right. So I always kind of I, I I like assume I'm wrong, um, and and I try and look at it through that mind, mindset uh, and see again to avoid that that type of confirmation bias. Now the other thing we're gonna do that with all right we're gonna do that with testing we're gonna do that with analytics. Um, so. Yeah, you look at all those things. I think sometimes, you know, obviously teams have certain levels they're looking for uh, with certain testing and measurements. Um, but, you know, I, I think sometimes we get too caught up in that. 
you know, and, and sometimes, well, you know, this guy would be a real outlier if he was a pro bowler with this. Well, that's that's the job is finding outliers, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, Russell Wilson and Drew Brees are, are outliers for being short quarterbacks. Uh, but, you know, the people that, uh, that brought them into the building feel pretty good about themselves doing that. So uh, that's just something that, you know, I think we – I get it. And I think that that stuff makes sense in a world where you get, you know, 100 draft picks and you're just trying to average it out and, and, and be right the majority of the time and find find a few guys. Um, but, you know, you only get one first-round pick, you know, unless you trade. You only get uh, you only get so many opportunities at this stuff. So it's about being right in that specific case, not being right in average amount of the time, uh, in my opinion. Because, you know, you're going to get fired, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like uh, uh you know, I, I can make all the claims I want and have years and years to do this because uh, I, I have the security to be able to do that. But from a, from a you know, real scouting, uh, I, I can't make words right now. Apparently, I must be in that evaluation state where I, I can't talk. But um, from a, you know, a front office standpoint, uh, not the word I wanted, but it'll work. You know, your job is on the line. You know, and it, and it can be one draft. It can be one thing that screws you up. And we know how fans talk about missing on one prospect for a million years. So it's about being being right that one time. Um, you don't you don't get to play the averages, unfortunately. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go back again. Try and look at it without ego. Like, why did I think this person was fast? What, what what's different on film? All right, what are the you know issues with this? Hey, this person has short arms. Does it show on film? Do they make up for it? Are they good enough that it doesn't matter with this person? Um, so I want to go back and look at those th- sort of things. Now the other aspects that we have here are the medicals and the interviews. Um, I you know I, I I'm always tweaking things. You know I, I think honestly I think I looked too much at the testing years ago, and, and there were some prospects that I I missed on because their testing wasn't very good. Um, you know Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, absolutely amazing. Loved his film. I was like, holy crap, this dude is good. But he played in an FCS school and, and tested poorly, so I was, they kind of got me off of him. I'm like, yeah, well, well, we all know how that worked out. Like that guy's really really good. Um, you know, so you got to con- kind of consider what 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 their game really is and what testing is important to their game and those sorts of things uh, as well. So, yeah, you got to account for all those sorts of things. Um, medicals, I, I don't account for it because I don't know how. You know, because I'm not a doctor, and even if I was, I'm not seeing these people. I, I'm always weary. Two types of people that you don't want to listen to on the Internet, in my opinion, people that try and tell you about uh, your money, uh, but they've never, they've never, you know, talk to you and have no idea what your financial situation is and people that want to talk to you about medical things uh even when they haven't evaluated the patient um those are those are two groups where i I think we don't have enough information to talk even if you are an expert so i avoid those things teams have to consider it not for me i mean you know i'm 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 leaving that uh aside uh yielding to the experts on that and then the interviews which i'm not privy to that stuff either you know so you know sometimes some things you see on film you're like what are they thinking? You know, what's going through their head here? Um, you know, you want to be able to explain off the field behavior. Again, can't do that without really meeting the person, without really talking to the person. And, you know, or, or you know, the effort on a certain play. Like, there's a lot of things that come up in those. I'm not privy to it. Um, so, I, you know, I can't really take that into account. Anyway, uh, we're going a little bit long here today, so I'm going to wrap this up right now. But that's just kind of a little glimpse of how I look at things. It's certainly not the only way to do things. Certainly not 
the way everybody does it, and I'm, I'm sure many people wouldn't think it was the best way, uh, but it's the way I think it's, it's the way that works for me uh, in a way that I have consistently tweaked and will continue to tweak as time goes along. Matt Minnick for Coach Speak, Cincy Jungle. Some great film room articles coming up. Make sure you check those out. Who did? Yeah, we coming for what's ours. Yeah, we coming.